Hello and welcome back to Kent and the steering team for another week. Uh, once again, joined by myself, Phil, and my mate, Drew. Uh, unfortunately, Kent can't be with us this week. He's actually uh, in a fight to the death with James McPhee, the bastard nemesis of mine, uh, who's also not here. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Mr. Drew, how are you? I am very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, yeah, just fine and dandy, I guess. I'll bet you are, given that your uh, arch nemesis can't make it today. Mm, quite a quite a nice feeling. Uh, I unfortunately uh, forgot to put in ahead of time to, to not be working today, so I didn't get to celebrate um, or, or remember the Anzacs as much as I'd have liked to, including playing two-up and uh, watching the footy. So that's a bit mm. unfortunate. So, um, yeah, anything to brighten my day and him not being here is just that little sweetener that I've gotten. So excellent, excellent feel- feeling for me. <laughs> well, enjoy it for the next hour ah. or so. You can speak at peace. Oh, well, good. Unless unless you're planning on one of those surprises again just to make me shit myself. No, I can guarantee you there are no nasty surprises for today. Nasty surprises. Well, there's no good surprises either. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. That's um, well, I'm sad about that now. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, that's okay. So, uh, yeah, we're recording. Time now is just before um, the clock strikes Thursday, uh, actually, listeners. So, and um, one of the reasons why I was delayed is that I was watching uh, Stranger Things and eating Maccas for dinner. And, uh, Drusif, you were uh, at... Outback Steakhouse? I was indeed. I was enjoying a Bloomin' Onion. Isn't it funny how Americans think that Australians like Bloomin' Onion because it, well, and that's what we eat because of Outback Steakhouse, whereas I'd never heard of it until Outback Steakhouse. It's so delicious, though. Oh. I don't like onion, though. Yeah, but all the coating on it is amazing, and the sauce is really good. I'd lick it clean. Oh, that don't say that. Yuck. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Stranger Things. I'm watching Stranger Things finally, Drew. As, finally, as, uh, finally. As we've been discussing during the week. I mean, of course, I, I watched the first half of season one about two months ago, maybe. Uh, I think in, actually, I think it was in January. Anyway, I stopped watching it because I was afraid that I wasn't giving it the, the concentration it deserved and I needed to be able to be fully engaged and concentrating. Uh, so I've since come back to it last week. Kend, I got back into it and have just been engrossed in the world. Uh, I've got one episode to go off season two, and I cannot wait. As soon as we finish here, and as soon as I've edited this together, I'm going straight back to it. Good, good, because the last two episodes of season two are my favourite episodes out of the yeah, whole again, I've show. Watched, I've, I've watched one of them, and it was fantastic. Did you... I, I'm sure a lot of our audience has seen the show... Did you get a bit of a Jurassic Park vibe from that that last one that you just watched? Uh, yeah, actually, yes. I I know, I, know exactly I, what you mean by that. I, yeah, I think I, I I think I'm remembering correctly what took place in that second last episode, and it's it, it gave. I just sat there just feeling like I was watching Jurassic Park. That's it, well, it felt well. Not just so much Jurassic Park, but it felt like a movie that... I mean, the whole thing kind of does, but this... The second last episode felt like I'd been watching a movie, and it just kept going and going. It was no longer than the other ones, but it just... Yeah. 
it's excellent. Yeah, they they took everything that really worked in the first season and and just pushed the boundaries in season two, and I love that about it. It just so much of it, it fe- works. It feels like they've got a bigger budget for season two, though. Oh yeah, yeah, you can see that. Um, yeah, so that's awesome. So I just about finished that, and then I might start on giving Santa Clarita Diet another crack. Again, again, so if you haven't seen it, that's fine. But the the plot basically is... Um, what's her name? Drew Barrymore. That's it. I was trying to think of a guy's name and I couldn't think of your name. That's oh, funny. well done. Um, <laughs> yeah, Drew Barrymore, uh, I don't know, or something or other, but starts eating human stuff. I think she's dead or something. I think she's a zombie. I don't know. Anyway, she starts eating humans and... Yeah, etc. So, the the thing about it was, me watching the first episode, it wasn't so much the dead people part, it was the fact that she ate a snail. That's what I said gross to and had to turn it off. Remember that? Yeah, you wussed it. Wussed it? Oh, she ate a snail. That's gross. You, you haven't begun to see gross on this show. No, but I didn't... Do- I watched The Walking Dead. Dead bodies and being ripped apart and flesh and stuff like that doesn't gross me out. Yeah. Again, eating snails are gross. Yuck. I couldn't ever go back to France and eat escargot. Weirdos. <laughs> I don't know. I really I really like Santa Clarita uh, diet. Oh, just it's, just the thought of it. What? Snail. Oh, stop thinking about it then. I can't. I just picked... Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Yuck. Anyway, the point being, you need to continue this show. It's a, it's a really funny show. It's really good black comedy. It's a show you can really sink your teeth into. That was not funny. It will be once you watch all of it. <laughs> no, I know. Just puns. Um, <laughs> yes, just after a Yeah, but my puns are my puns, okay? It's me saying them. Yeah. So I'm proud of myself when I... Yeah. <laughs> you know what was crazy today? Uh, completely unrelated, but but relevant because it was today. Uh, yeah, for two more minutes, it was today. Yeah. Um, yep. I, for the first time... Uh, no, sorry. Only for the second time in, what is it, seven years of working where I've worked, forgot my wallet. And for the first time ever, forgot my keys today. Serious? Mm, I forgot my keys and my wallet. How long? How how long did it take you to realize? Uh, about five steps out the door. Was someone able to let you back in? Tonight, yes. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't. I couldn't. But I couldn't turn around and go back and get them because I I time myself very precisely on when I leave to get to work, and I couldn't afford the time it would take to turn around and uh, head back. So I just left without them. <laughs> What's funny? What? No, no. Okay, so I made a call on the way to work. Yep. Yep, I made a call to my sister, who said, yep, no worries. I'll get the... I'll either leave a key out for you, or I will I will uh, be home. So one of the two. So front door was dealt with. My watch and my phone both have money-paying abilities, so therefore, no need for a wallet or keys. Jeez. Hmm. Technology, eh? Technology. It's... I hate technology. I really do. Even, but even, that got it, me out of trouble this time. Even when it helps you. 
But isn't that amazing how far we've come? You can you can now just flick your wrist, your watch will pay for your whatever. Well, it, it reminded me of about two years ago, two and a half years ago or so, uh, when the last time I forgot my wallet. I had my keys, but not my wallet. And after work, it had been a really crap day. And I was like, you know what? I've earned myself a can of Coke and an ice cream. So I'm going to go and get one. And I checked my pocket and it was no wallet. So I couldn't. I went home and was just bitter and miserable. But um, oh, yeah, dear. this time, if I so felt like, I could have done it. <coughs> Interesting, isn't it? How terrific. I can't believe Moving. how far it's come along there. What, technology? Just, yeah, well... Okay, so let's let's take a trip down movie memory lane to when Kevin McAllister is checking into the Plaza Hotel and they they have the old machine. The father. The but you know when he hands over the credit card and it's the old click clack machine. Called? I can't oh, click clack. That's it. Click clack. Yeah. We had to use them at uh, a place of employee uh, not lo- that long ago. Oh, when the power went out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't it funny when the power goes out it just just becomes diabolical <laughs> it's hilarious it's great though <laughs> I don't know how they work those click things doesn't it just take a pressing a isn't it just a pressing of the card and then you submit that to the bank and then the bank will do the transaction yeah, I guess so. But 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 isn't the important part having the CVC on the back or this whatever it is? Maybe that goes with it. I don't know. But it doesn't press it. I don't know. No, oh, I don't know. I'll have to research this eventually. I won't, but I have. To, I will. No, I won't. We've, we've, I'm saying I will, but I won't. We've never had to look into such things. No, outdated, crappy technology that actually still survives when computers go down. It's like iRobot, which you haven't seen. I have not seen iRobot. Well, how am I meant to use it as a reference if you're not going to know what the you can is? You can reference it all you like, but the extent of my mm. viewing of iRobot is I remember seeing trailers for it on the big screen when I was seeing other see movies. It? I don't know, to be honest. I, I don't know why I didn't see it when it came out, and I don't know why I haven't made the time to watch it since. I, I, robot, I still go back and just watch iRobot every now and then. Like, just the other day I went and rewatched it, because I was just like, eh, yeah, it's an easy movie to watch, it's good fun to watch, why not? Nearly every person I know that's, like, that I know has seen it, and has seen it, and told me about it, has gone back and rewatched it quite frequently. Hmm. So there must be something bloody good about it. Yeah, it's just an easy, rewatchable thing, and it's interesting. Anyway... My reference is going to be, it's like the new robots coming in, yet the old robots can still do the job, and in fact, uh, uh, just better in some ways. Technology. The better it gets doesn't necessarily mean it's superior. Exactly. Case in point, the return of vinyl. Like the pop vinyls? No. No, I'm kidding, I know. The, ir- the final's always had a specialty to it. The irony is that on my my bookshelves, my vinyl is sitting next to my pop vinyls. Why are they called pop vinyl? Uh, well, they're, they're pop culture vinyls. 
They're, they're, they're plastic. They're not vinyl. They're made from vinyl. Really? Why? Why not? Why isn't it just plastic? Isn't it cheaper? It isn't. Well, plastic would be cheaper, but vinyl is a little more durable. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Just go look at a plastic bag. It doesn't disintegrate after like. But the quality of the pops are quite good. I'm thinking of Toy Story now because I have a pop vinyl of Woody. Oh my goodness! Can can you imagine if they introduce pop vinyls into Toy Story in the fourth one? That'd be like fourth wall. Dr- I'm so I'm sorry. Can I just say I'm really annoyed that there's a fourth Toy Story. You can say that all you want. I I agree and disagree with this though. Why do you disagree? I disagree. As, as in, I'm, I'm okay with the film being a thing because of what the plot is. What, how they're going to go and find Bo Peep? Yeah. I, I have no issue with that. Pardon? Yeah, but... I, know. I mean, look, I, I'm as big a fan of Toy Story. In fact, I, I'm a huge fan of Toy Story. I love Toy Story I'm so much. And I'm... So I mean, I'm gonna be there. I'll go see it the opening day. I don't care. Like I know that that's absolutely just doing yeah what they're expecting, but I'm annoyed that they're doing it. Like just leave it. Oh yeah, it was just a- leave it alone. Three was such a fantastic ending. What are they doing? Well, they've been doing all these short films as well that have been set after the third film. Have it you seen matter. any of them? No, because they're not big screen things. Just leave it alone. They still have the same cast though. I know they do, though. They're not bad. I've, I've watched a lot of them. They're, they're really I not don't that think bad. They, I don't think they would be, but it's just not... It's just leave it alone. Like, let it go, because it was so good. Why risk ruin something that you've done such a good job of ending? Hmm. Like, I know that they love this as much as, if not more than what, what... They do love it more than what we do. Like, this is their creation. And I know that that means that they can do whatever they want with it. And I know that Disney and Pixar try really hard <coughs> to only give the ones, that the things that deserve a sequel, a sequel. But this is the third sequel to it. Second one was awesome. Third one was awesome. Fourth one... What are they doing? Oh, it'll definitely break the the chain of, of excellent films in the series mm. there's no question it'll it'll be the chink in the chain that's because it doesn't have merit like it doesn't what 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 purpose does it serve they finished the series they wrapped it up thank you andy goodbye toys are happy toys have a new home done like unless they're planning on making three more or two more after this after four and make it six it doesn't make sense to start almost a new chapter. And it's like, yeah, okay, now where? What are they going to do? Say goodbye again? I don't think they will. Like, I don't think this will be about them saying goodbye again. I think this is... This is about giving a character the ending he deserves. It's I, I, It doesn't even feel like it's being made for the audience. It feels like it's literally being made for a character, for Woody. Why? If that makes any... But because... 
because Woody had clearly struggled with the fact that he lost Bo Peep. Yeah, and they then we stopped talking about that when he found all his new friends and said goodbye to Andy and then found the new girl, whatever her name was. What, the new owner? Yeah. It's not- like we moved on from Bo Peep because then he was happy again. He, was all, he had his new home, yada, 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 happy, happy, happy. No, I think he was just distracted. Think about it. When all the dust settles, he'll still be feeling that loss. It's not. It's but it was a sh- but it was a shared loss because it was because Andy had stopped playing with him, so he had lost from that, and then he had lost from his friend, uh, or girlfriend, or whatever, Bo Peep, and then he had a new person that was playing with him, and new friends to play with and talk to, and he was happy and alive again and being distracted all the time. So now we're going to go and back and see. Oh, it actually wasn't all that great for him. So hey, kids, you know how he was really happy. He wasn't actually happy. He was actually just distracted but now we're gonna make him like actually happy like no just say he was happy and finish it like it's a money grab four is a money grab three was a money grab (coughs) but it was but they did a great job of it and they did a great job by bringing back the original um andy and and they said goodbye to the characters by saying goodbye to andy you know so long old old, so, so long partner whatever he said you know, old friend, I can't remember what he said, but, you know, like, they said goodbye. They said goodbye. It ended, and it was, okay, we belong together. And they're all together, and all have the friends, and they're all they're, they're happy in a new place, and, like, they're doing, like, um, plays and stuff like that. Like, they move on time. We're getting a snapshot of them moving on and having a great time and being swapped out with the toys at Sunnyside. Cool. Good. Um, okay, yeah. It turns out they're all happy. Looks like we can leave them and move on with our lives. And now they're going, no, 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 no. One more. Yeah. But I will be there on day one. Of course. (laughs) Of course. I just. But fuck Disney and fuck Pixar for doing this. I still, I still think this is a story that they can tell. They should have told it before three then. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) They should have. And they didn't, so, you know, too bad, so sad, or whatever the stupid saying is. Move on. You missed your chance. It wasn't, it's in the wrong order. Can't do it. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. We'll have to wait and see. Like, I feel like it's one of these things where if it's a bad movie, we're all going to go, oh, it was unnecessary. And then if it was a good movie, we'll be like, oh, you know what? It's really good that they told that story. If it's if it's not the latter, I, I'm gonna take a plane and burn down Pixar. Ooh. Yeah, actually, you can do that then because Incredibles two would have come out already. Yep. I mean, I mean, well, let's let's look at the last couple. Um, was the good dinosaur Pixar? Yep. I didn't see that, and I I want to see it, but I haven't. But it just didn't look as interesting or grabby as the other ones, as the other things. Finding Dorney, uh, Dorney, Dory. Finding Dory was a cash grab and actually kind of weak for a film. I liked it, but compared to other Pixar films, it was weak. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll agree with that. Not very good. Uh, Monsters University was pretty pointless and weak and stupid to do it as a prequel. Inside um, Out is incredible, though. Sure, there's there's their hit. 
Um, they're doing Incredibles 2. Finally, they've done Cars 2, and 2 was awful. Haven't seen 3 yet, but I'll get to it. 3 was good, and and <coughs> I'm, I'm not a fan of the Cars films. I think that they are the weakest entries in the Pixar canon. But Cars 3 was the Cars movie we should have had from the beginning. Well, I'll get to it when I finally get through Pixar films. But yeah, like, they're, they're getting... They're sadly... And it happens with everything because there's more of it. There's more chance of it being a miss. They're lately being more missy than hit. Which is what we've been freaking out about a bit with the Marvel universe. Mm. Which is why I'm frightened that they're making this film, Toy Story 4. <coughs> That's four shots at missing and now three have been hit. If it's a miss, it's just such a bullshit thing. You can always pretend it doesn't exist then. No, it doesn't matter. It exists. It's there. <laughs> the studio's doing it. It exists. Oh, dear. Um, you know, it's like, it's like um, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, and Salvation, and then Genesis was 5. Was <coughs> Genesis 5? Yeah. I think Genesis yeah, 5. Yeah, yeah. So Salvation, I've not seen Salvation. What? But it exists. You never no, watched it? Salvation. It looks crap. But you ne- you never even thought no no, no. like I've I've seen and loved Terminator. I I <coughs> no, better just Terminator watch 3 it. Terminator Three was kind of dodgy. Terminator Three wasn't that great. It was kind of crap, but I watched it anyway. Terminator Four, I'm not gonna even bother watching it. But it just looks crap. But it exists. Is it bad? The first Terminator film I saw was Terminator Three. First Terminator film I saw was Two. Thank Christ for that. I'm very jealous. <laughs> yeah. Terminator 2 is awesome. I still watch Terminator 2. Well, we we saw it, what, a year ago, maybe? In the cinema? 3D. Yeah, damn, that was good. Mm. That was a really good conversion. Did you ever see the movie Den of Thieves? No, I haven't. I watched it the other night, and I'd never heard of it in my life. But it was awesome. Okay. good film. I'll keep that in Um, mind. Yeah, uh, Gerard Butler being a, just a total badass kind of like don't give a crap cop that just bit thuggy as a cop, but yeah, cool character. <coughs> anyway, so that's that's hmm. some time where we've just rambled on about films and gotten into one of our discussions. We do that a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was good though. I like that. Um, hmm. Long story short, Toy Story Four. No more. My balls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did we get to the topic of Toy Story 4? Oh, the pop vinyl. Yeah, pop vinyls. How did we get to that? Because it's made of vinyl? Yes. And vinyls are coming back. Technology's crap. iRobot. There we go. Yeah. We found our way back out. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting to go back and look at... Have you ever like sat at the table and been having a conversation with your family or something like that? And then you just kind of go, hang on, wait. How did we get to this point? Let's rewind our conversation yeah i've had that a few times over the years (laughs) it's interesting it's like wow that's the way conversation flows and the way the mind works and it's almost like a google tags search you know where where just bits and pieces or bits or like words or thoughts get pulled out of the mind and link from one thing to the next to the next to the next you end up just unraveling this massive you know (laughs) long coil of of process and it eventually leads back to something insane. 
Yeah, exactly. Or back at the start again, and you go, oh, hang on, this is familiar. Hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, interesting. Um, what else? Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Uh, let's get on to a little bit of a consumer advice for you all. Well, not advice, a consumer opinion, I should say. I'm looking at joining a frequent flyer points. Now, if I hear my parents, if my mother's listening to this, I, I reckon she'll be a bit like, oh, really? Why? I don't know why. I just think that my, my mum, because I, I thought that for a long time with frequent flyer things, that it's like, oh, it's just a, a grab. And also points, didn't they used to expire? Yeah. Like, no, but they, like, they still do, but that's only if you've had no activity for them within about 18 months, I think it is. Like, no addition at all in 18 months. Whereas, but is but uh, is that just from flying? You you can now earn depending on which frequent flyer club you're with. You can earn points in other ways. Well, how do you, what do you, what do you have? So I am a member of Qantas's frequent flyer thing. Are you do, are you a member through Woolworths or are you a member through Qantas? Through Qantas. And can you? Because I know that Qantas has an eighty nine dollar sign up fee, only sign up fee, and then it's free after that. And I know that. Woolworths are free to start with and because I've done my research and then it's free continuous so I don't remember how it happened but I lucked in and signed up with Qantas as one when they had a promotion where they were waiving the $89 sign up fee where do you where can you gain points from other things though they recently added something I'm trying to remember what it was to their to their list of ways you could earn points on it, and it was something that I put money into frequently, and I don't remember what it was. Whether it was whether it's something I spend money on or mm. what, I I don't know. Also, I was doing some research into the Woolworths res- uh, rewards thing, oh, and I was yeah. looking at it, and <clears throat> so for every ten dollars Woolworths cashback thing that you get. You get 870 points. Now, to put that in, into comparison, for a flight from Sydney to, say, JFK in New York, because I've looked into it, um, that costs about one way, <coughs> about $1,200 from Sydney to New York. If you want to upgrade that whole flight to business class, that costs 120,000 Qantas frequent flyer points, which is lots. Now, 120,000 uh, frequent flyer points. So that's, you need like 120 Woolworths cash things because you get 870 Qantas frequent flyer points for every $10 of the Woolworths thing. And then I went digging to find out how much is, or how long does it take to get the $10 Woolworths cash hmm. reward thing? It's $2,000. So so if you, for every dollar you spend at Woolworths, <coughs> you get one uh, Woolworths point or whatever reward point. Now, 2,000 reward points <coughs> equals a $10 cashback value for your next purchase at Woolworths or $870 um, Qantas frequent flyer points. Yeah. So that's a lot of spending. If, if, if hypothetically you were only to do it through... Woolworths, <coughs> excuse me, that's a lot of points or money spent at Woolworths to upgrade a flight, <laughs> business class. Yeah, but if like you're a lot. yeah, but if you're doing it a lot, 
Yeah, but $2,000 for $10. That's $2,000 per thousand points. Yeah. There's 120,000 points needed. I'm trying to look into this. I'm trying to get my frequent flyer card so that I can actually log in and have a look at... What's the maths on that? Some, I'm really shit-ass at maths. So, <sighs> it's something easy, but it's like... 2,000 times bloody whatever it is. <coughs> it's shitloads, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, it'd take a... Yeah, it'd be a fair bit. A long time. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, you can still spend your... reward your, yourself with flights around if you're with a partner airline and stuff like that. Long story short, look, I'm I'm fairly certain that I'll be taking flights within eighteen months of each other, so I don't think my points would expire because I'll just continue to add on to it eventually. Like if if I'd had one before I started all this flying stuff, I'd have shitloads. Without a doubt, because you get six thousand points for the the same flight, so from Sydney to New York, get six thousand points there. You get about 400 for domestic flights within America, with like American Airlines and stuff like that. Yeah. Which I'm going to do, because American's awesome. I like flying American. Um, It'll be another like 4,000 to come back again from via LA. So it's, you know, if I'd done this for two years ago when I first started doing all these trips, I'd be pretty close. Yeah. Hmm. Oh well. So I'm considering it. I th- I think I might. Qantas, can you give me some points? I haven't done anything for it, but can you give me some points? I would appreciate it. I'd like some. Oh, I just signed up for one of those American Express cards where you get. What is it? You get a. I think it's a five hundred dollar. Um. Cash, or holiday card. $500 holiday card to spend on your trip, you get, <coughs> excuse me, like something like 90,000 points when you sign up for it for Qantas or, yeah, yeah Qantas friggin' flyer thing. And then the card costs, that, that holiday card can also be used to just pay off the card for the year as well. So it's free. So you're getting a free holiday. Yeah, it's like <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it's a bit convoluted, but yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. It's yeah, bizarre. Hmm. Because you're a Qantas freaking flyer member. I know my mate's a Qantas freaking flyer member, and he hasn't used it for like five years or something like that, so he doesn't really gain any benefit <coughs> from it at all. Well, I'm trying. I mean. To- yeah, I'm trying to log into it so that I can actually look at uh, what you think says. Yeah, and if you're accruing points, so because you still accrue points, yes. Yeah, exactly. Despite not having it, should likes. be it should be, but I'm trying to trying to suss it out. Here I go again on my own. What are your other options for uh, frequent flyers? 
I wouldn't really go with any other one because, I mean, I could go with Virgin Australia um, with their velocity thing, but I don't fly them very often domestically. I tend to fly Jetstar or Qantas domestically. Um, and then I fly American Airlines mostly in America. And I fly Qantas <coughs> on long-haul flights for the most part. Um, and then Qantas's partners in Europe I tend to fly with anyway you know from from most of the flights i did yeah i got offered from uh sky team which is uh klm alitalia and air france i got offered double points for sign up with them and free entry into their thing which is cool but i i don't know how often i'll be flying those three airlines you know now now that I'm not over on holiday there and taking the one or two flights that I had. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know. Like, it's not really worth anyone else. I mean, if I fly, if I went with the Velocity one, I could use that between here and America with Delta Airlines, but I've never flown Delta. I can't be bothered flying another airline over there. I can fly Virgin Australia for the most part everywhere I need to. But I think Qantas is really it. I don't really have much need to go with anyone else. Yeah, that's fair. Like, what I've been doing my research into, I'll probably be signing up with Qantas. Isn't it cool how Qantas is... The Qantas's airline code is QF. So it's sort of like Qantas flight, blah, 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 blah. But then it's also Qantas frequent flyer. Mm. QF. Yeah, clever. That That was really good. Who assigns those things, by the way? Do you know that answer, Drew? I do not know that answer. I could suss out that one, though. Oh, come on. Why don't you know that? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so unfair. Ways to earn points. Here we go. Qantas. Ways to earn points. Uh, do a dance and spend your money. Who are the partners? Did you know that you can earn on your everyday banking? Mm. No, I'm not interested in that. Uh, shopping. Where? I'm, I'm trying to find out. Oh, come on. No, it's okay. It's all right. It's giving me a list. We're getting there. Yes. We're nutting out this answer. Yes, we're, we're going to solve your frequent flyer conundrum here on the show today. Yay. Oh, I see what you're talking about with the Woolworths rewards. Hmm. And also, would I have to have the Woolworths rewards card to get the... Do that? I imagine... Is that a, I imagine you would have to get the Woolworths rewards card, and then you would have to link your frequent flyer account to your rewards card. Yeah. So I forget both, because the Woolworths card's... Woolworths, stupid. BWS, Caltex... Hmm. What else was there? Uber? Airbnb? Really? Phone and... Vodafone! Here we go. Well, I don't have Vodafone and I don't plan on being on Vodafone. Earn Qantas points on a Qantas red plan from Vodafone? Do you reckon Alan... What's his name? Alan Joyce? 
you reckon he'd have a Virgin account? Ah, uh, sorry, a Vodafone account? Hmm? Alan Joyce, the CEO of Qantas, do you reckon he has a Vodafone account? Ooh, maybe. Qantas. Would you fly on the flight that goes from Sydney to London direct? I think we've had this discussion before, but would you? I think we have, and yes, I would. Yeah, I would also. I would happily. But I would only do it in business class. I wouldn't do it in economy. Fair enough. Because it just you'd just be broken by the end of it. 17 hours, or whatever it is. Hmm. It's just exhausting. I'm tied up to 13. Like, I can't do more than that. The longest I did was Sydney to Vancouver. Vancouver. Eh? Eh, you hosers. That that hey, was you a Yankee Doodle. That was a long flight. <laughs> it was great though. Long. I'm still just so excited I'm going to I'm go, so I'm going to India. Um staying in a five five star hotel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nice. And, uh, then I'm going to New York not long after, well, America not long after that. You really are excited. I can't wait. Who knows? I might stay in India. <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to America, to America. Well, you need to. You've already booked yourself. Yep, of course. That's what I've done. I've got my annual leave, but I've booked literally nothing at the moment, if I'm honest. I've got, I've got... All accommodation reserved. There's plenty of flight tickets left. But no, nothing is officially booked. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I'm just thinking you should investigate the Ninja Turtles Airbnb in New York. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, it's probably going to be booked out. It would be cool, though. You know what? Since you since you put me on the spot last week that next year we will go to America, maybe that's something we look at doing. Done. Easy. Could be. What time of year are we going? Haven't even don't think we discussed that. No, we haven't discussed any of it aside from the part where we're apparently going next year. Okay, well next year we're gonna be going in July. Is that July a good month? Sure, July's a good month. Let's let's go in July. July. Good. So that means that we miss the coldest part of the year. Theoretically. But that's not fun. I like the snow and the cold. It doesn't snow in Sydney. Well, I like the cold. I don't. But that's cool. We can go to America and be in the summer. So that means it's nicer there. Longer days. But is it... Nicer weather. But is it hot like it gets hot here? Yes, but it... But it it's nicer weather, everyone's more relaxed and it's just nice, it's less shit feeling. Okay. Alright. Like it for example, in New York, again, last year last year? Year before, when I was in um I was in Austin and I was in Vegas and I was in San Francisco and I was in New York. New York was the coldest I was and the wind was freezing and I'd be so rugged up because it was so cold. It sounds amazing. That's not amazing. It's windy there. It's like hurricane weather in there through the alleyways of the, the buildings. Yeah, you know, no, that sounds it, awesome. That sounds do you remember awesome. That, do you remember that Sesame Street clip with the lady going, do you know which way something is? And then the person like was being blown away and having to hold on to the, the telegraph pole. 
Yes, I do know yeah. that one, yes. <laughs> Good, I'm glad you knew that. I knew you'd know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's windy there. Yeah, but that's appealing to me. No. Summer was nice. I've been there in winter and I've been there in summer and it was nice in summer. Okay, fair enough. That'll be a big trip to plan. Yes, indeed. Uh, and then we had one more thing to discuss, but I'm trying to remember what it was. It's escaped my mind. Damn it. Anz- was it? Anzac Day. Uh, it was, yeah, it was Anzac Day. The footy was on. Two games of footy, actually, besides the AFL. I didn't pay attention to the AFL games, but I paid attention to the uh, rugby league games. Um, despite the fact that I was at work. Um... Hey, what do you th- what's your opinion? Okay, I want to grab your opinion on this. The fact that this morning during the dawn service for Anzac Day, yeah. uh, some councils were fining people who were illegally parked while they're at the dawn service. Do you think that's good or bad? Uh, or fair or unfair? Was their parking in any way uh, restricting access for for people at the service like like were they parking where people should have been standing for the service no no it's, no it's that they were parking they were illegally parking basically they were illegally parking yeah, but i in, i in, don't know if it was if it was infringing on people's ability to get to the thing or they're in the way or whatever the fact is they were they were parking illegally okay so obviously and, and because like the law is the law that's yeah yeah at the same time, we've all we've all been victims of can't find a parking spot. What do we do? I I would imagine that if people find like if there's a lot of people that find that they have to park illegally to go to something like a dawn service, that clearly these councils have not arranged parking, like additional parking. They they haven't set up an infrastructure for it. So mm. that's partly on the council as well. And can, Valid. And can you imagine if if there's a number of people in one area that have all been fined, what if they get a class action against the council for not providing enough spaces? Yeah, true, true. And in fact, you just you swayed my opinion a little bit that, that I completely didn't think about the fact that there's strength in numbers and if short if it was one or two people that were parking illegally absolutely i understand that they were fined oh, of course and I, in fact i'd be completely on board with the, the council for finding them yep but if there's lots of them that were doing it then yeah maybe that is more of a, a failure if, on the side of the council if this if this is just people being willfully wrong then of course they should be fined if this is a matter of a lack of infrastructure and a lack of preparation then that's a whole other issue because surely councils should be prepared for people wanting to attend these services and for wanting to take their vehicles to go and do so. Yeah. We we know completely that public transport is not as good as it should be. Yeah. So they can't just push for everyone to use it and they didn't push everyone to use it. I didn't see a single bit of information anywhere around Sydney in the last several weeks suggesting taking public transport to dawn services. All I've seen Mm. is, oh, this road is closed from this time to this time for dawn service. That is Mm. all I saw for the last week all over Sydney. 
nothing about oh catch public transport we have assigned additional buses nothing like that at all so the only way realistically that a lot of people would have gotten to these services is by driving and if they haven't prepared for more spaces what are people meant to do they can't they can't say oh well you shouldn't come yeah very very valid it's a fr- you know, it's you, a frustrating you, situation you completely took my um you completely changed my opinion on that oh all that high school high school debating team mm. paid off <laughs> indeed because yeah i i was gonna say um well you know like they shouldn't have done it you can't do it you can't do it like you, you parked illegally you parked illegally that bullshit you know that's your fault yeah but um yeah very true if if it's a failure of the council it's a failure of the council so yeah no actually I, i'm completely on board with the other side now that it is a disgrace because i was reading the comments early on people what people had said and they're all like oh well what okay so and and what other public holidays are we allowed to break the law on you know and i was like huh, good point like you know just because it's anzac day and you're trying to go to something yeah you doesn't mean you can break the law but of course Anzac Day is a time, and, and especially the dawn service, is a time when people are rallying together and getting together and going to these communal events. And if the community, i.e. the council, has failed to provide adequate resources, then yeah. yeah, that's their fault. They can't find people on that. That's 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 like you like tying someone's hand behind their back and then punching them in the face and then asking why they didn't defend themselves. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's like... That's your fault. And, and I, I completely agree that that it shouldn't be treated any differently than any other public holiday. Like, 100%. I, I, I get where they're coming from with that. But at the same time, Anzac Day is treated differently to other public holidays for us. It really is. The The mm. fact that the businesses are not allowed to be opened... Um, we're, we were discussing this during the day today that Coles had an issue a few years ago with the chickens on Anzac Day with their, you know, their rotisserie chickens mm. because they opened at 1 p.m. Like, like all the businesses did, but somehow they miraculously had the chickens on the rotisserie ready to go and someone picked up on it and, and went, oh, why are your chickens already cooked? You've only, like, no one was allowed to start working till one o'clock. Mm. Oh, we had someone come in this morning and, and turn it on. You go, no, you, you can't do that. And so Coles, it's, it's, Coles was fined a significant amount of money for doing that. It was, it was funny. So last year, um, our uh, boss yep. um, was going to uh, where we work and was approached by someone and said, what time do you think this is? Why the hell are you not open? And uh, he said it. It's Anzac Day. I remember this. We're not, we're, we're not allowed to be open. And they said, that's absolute bullshit. How dare you not be open? And just berated them. It's like, are you stupid? You think it's just us? You think the business doesn't want to be open early? Thank God it's not. But, you know. Exactly. Like, oh, the nerve of people. Such stupid people. Uh, people Ridiculous. are crazy. Yep. It's general public. Yep. The same general um, public that are probably not listening to our show. <laughs> Ah, yes, the very same. Are you lucky ducks not listening to this? Indeed. Um, That's okay, though. Drusif? Yes? I think that brings us to a segment of ours. It does. It does indeed. That we do at the end of an episode. 
Yes. It's I think I know who I, I think I know we should give it to this week. Oh, do you know? Can, yes. Well, considering the day. Indeed. Alrighty. Um, you want to, you want to reel it in? Sure. Okay. Um, of course, if uh, you agree with our opinions or thoughts and feelings and ideas and stuff like that, and you'd like to uh, like to ch- uh, ch- tune in or chime in and, and, and debate with us or agree with us or ramble with us or reminisce with us, um, feel free to drop us a line at Kent and the Steering Team on the Facebook page um, or leave a comment on our SoundCloud on one of the, the episodes. I don't know. I've seen people do that for other things, so I assume you can do it for this stuff. Um, yeah, and of course, if you are lucky enough to be on the show, uh, it means that you're in with a very good chance of becoming the Sick Kent of the Week. Woo! Um, which, of course, brings us to this week's uh, Sick Kent of the Week. And I would like to say Sick Kent of the Week. Um, because although I'm not patriotic, I completely respect and feel sorry and um, remember what the Anzacs did. Over there at Gallipoli and etc. Mm, and stuff like that. Indeed. So that's why I would like to nominate, and if you agree, give the uh, honour to the Anzacs. Of course. Without question. Excellent. So you, Anzacs, I'm sure, <coughs> you know, your dawn services and your marches and um, the children coming up and seeing you and saying... Thank you. <laughs> can't do a kid's voice. <laughs> can't do a kid's voice. Sound, you, sound, you sounded like the little girl on the LJ Hooker ad. Thank you, Mr. Hooker. LJ, LJ Hooker, Hooker, you're, you're the, the best. best. It's the worst ad ever. Um, I swear someone that I went to school with was on the LJ Hooker ad. I swear it. <laughs> really? Um, anyway, yeah. yeah. The one with the bear that puts them into the car and puts their seatbelts on. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, long story short. No, moving on. Um, yeah, so <laughs> despite all that you get, the poppies, uh, poppies on the the names at the War Memorial, etc., I'm sure that this honour has touched you the most, and so for that I'm, uh, I'm grateful that you feel that way about it and thankful that you have it. So there you go. It's our pleasure to give you this at Kent of the Week. And we will remember you. Lest we forget. Indeed. Indeed. Um, yeah, that just about does it for another week on this uh, absolute gem of a podcast. Don't forget, <coughs> I'm trying to talk without <coughs> dying and coughing. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Tell your friends all about it. Um, I promise you, if we ever got slightly, not famous from this, because that's not, what, not so much what it's about, but you know, if we ever made money based off of this, I'll give you some money if we get famous or if we make money. I'll give you some if you've helped contribute to our success. So, yep, do that. And, I mean, I'm saying that, but my fingers are crossed. But you don't have to know that. Um, Drusif, uh, thank you for being here for another week. It was great fun, of course. Uh, thank you, DJ Quads, for Ooh. yet another song. I don't even know what it is yet, but, of course, with it playing, starting to play in the background here... I've already picked the song then, that means, which I haven't, but you're now hearing it. So yeah, there it is, and you heard it at the start as well. Well done, DJ Quads. Gotta love a good time um, jump there. <laughs> yep, exactly. And uh, yeah, that's that's it. Any final words, Drusif? Uh 
yeah, go see Avengers Infinity War. That's that's my my final word. Excellent. And uh, till next time. Yeah. <laughs>